Hey, hello everyone. Welcome back. We are here again with another episode of Conversations on India with Pandya and Vyas. So uh, today we're going to have uh, a special guest on. It's going to be a great episode today. Uh, we're going to talk about the sports scene in India, and to do that, we have uh, one of the rising stars of uh, India sports scene. Uh, one of our uh, he he is actually badminton player and he is going to be with us today so let's give them both a moment to join hey hi siddharth hello sir hello i think saurabh is also joining us in a moment Hey, hi, Sorob. Hi, what's up? All good, bro. All good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. All good. And say hi to Panda here. Uh, he is. Hi, uh, he's hi, hi, Panda. Especially for you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We'll have a good conversation, right. Panda. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah uh, so uh, definitely before we get started i think introductions are in order so uh, saurabh here is uh, uh, and, and so uh, please saurabh correct me because i'm not used to all, all these terms but uh, saurabh is a national level badminton player he has won several national and international tournaments he is his specialty is the doubles uh, so men's doubles uh, but he has also played mixed doubles and uh, uh, I, i think singles as well and uh, let uh, i'll i'll let saurabh uh, you know describe some of his uh, achievements <laughs> here so uh, j- just to you know get our users uh, or viewers some idea of uh, what you are up to uh, before we dive into the conversation yes so i started playing in 2004 and 5 and it's been like almost like what 20 not 20 but almost 15 years now mm-hmm. uh professionally i would say i joined gopichand academy in 2009 around 11 years like fully professional and then yeah so my highest feat that i've reached till now is playing the world championships that is like the uh, greatest achievement for me till now so i've played world championships in 2019 18 and in mixed doubles and in men's doubles and uh, my highest rank has been 44 in the world in mixed doubles and 15 in men doubles uh, and i've won seven all india titles and uh, I-, i can't really count on my state championships because there are there yeah, are yeah. like in huge quantity <laughs> uh, <laughs> of yeah. course of course okay yes. so uh, we have quite a long list of achievements there uh, and uh, yes uh, it's it's very inspiring to have someone like you in between us especially uh, since you know uh, this is the time when the olympics have just gotten over and uh, the paralympics are i think still going on and uh, yes uh, the whole country has been in uh, you know celebrating uh, the achievements of our sports person so uh, we just thought yes. it would be a great time uh, just to talk about sports in general and Uh, about badminton in in particular so so let's actually uh, start there uh, so uh, pandey do you want to uh, you know uh, introduce what happened uh, at olympics this time uh, in badminton and uh, the uh, almost uh, dream come true by the men's doubles team of india uh, and and then we'll come to saurabh and sort of get the inside view of uh, of, of of that definitely you know first of all you know uh, it's it's an honor having a national level badminton player and with so many achievements amongst us now coming to the uh, sports section specifically uh, now uh, because because it's high time uh, that that it's going on uh, laurels are uh, you know uh, all the sportsmen have brought laurels and with javelin neeraj chopra and uh, there was this uh, doubles uh, i think so it was of satvik if i'm not correct they, they had satvik. defeated the sairaj and chirag shetty ha huh. and uh, they had defeated the uh, chinese uh, doubles that ultimately won gold uh, during the league matches but unfortunately uh, they had lost out due to the uh, points gap although they were tied at 2 uh, 
uh, in, in league stages they were tied at two wins each so you know that was itself uh, a winning moment for me uh, defeating them and they pre- played beautifully so my uh, first question for you uh, as this uh, badminton as a badminton player uh, would be that how do you rate the performance of india this time in badminton uh, not only in men's but also women and you know how has it changed over time uh, in the past few years yeah so i think uh, starting right from 2008 uh saina nehwal played quarter finals that was the biggest feat till then and then obviously it kept on improving for sure and then in 2012 we got a bronze again saina and then uh, 2016 we got a silver so again like it's improving a lot for sure and if you look at this whole decade in the last three olympics i don't know if i'm correct but i think badminton is the only sport which has been getting like continuously medals in all on in uh, in the last three olympics so i think it's it's something to be proud of as a badminton player because when i started playing badminton people hardly knew what badminton was they were they thought i i used to play lawn tennis because i had this uh, kid bag and then i used to say uh, oh tum sanya mirza wala main nahi sanya nehwal wala so this used to be back then but now i don't hear that anymore and it's more of pv sindhu now so i think this decade has been like a what it's like a blessing for badminton and i think uh, the man behind it is pulela gopichand for sure because credits to him for the rise in badminton the phenomenal rise and then yeah mm-hmm. 2020 we got a bronze then yeah it's it's good obviously she could have done a little more better but i think just getting a medal in olympics itself is a big thing so i'm pretty happy for as as a decade for this this is the decade for badminton like three continuous olympics and then all three olympics you have a medal so yeah yeah and actually you know there is a fun fact about badminton uh, so after cricket badminton is now india's second most popular sport so so that is what happens when you you know consistently do well at the olympics uh, and and uh, it's it's not such a hard sport to play also you know you just need a couple of rackets you need a shuttle and and you can just go out in the park and play and and i see a lot of people around me here uh, playing uh, there are courts uh, almost everywhere you go in every school there are courts these days so yeah, things are definitely looking up uh, for badminton and the sport has grown tremendously as you just pointed out Like even uh, just during your lifetime, uh, there was a time when people confused you with the tennis player, and now yeah. uh, you know badminton is our uh, second most popular sport, um, yeah. which is uh, you know just fantastic. Now I I wanted to uh, go to something that you just said that uh, you know P V Sindhu she is like one of the best athletes that India has ever produced you know, and uh, she has two Olympic gold medals uh, again uh, in an individual sport. Uh, it it is uh, you know one of one of the great achievements. that anyone can do so uh, i i just wanted to ask you like uh, she she lost out in the semi final sadly but uh, is is the psychology play a role at the highest stage because i mean all of these players they have very little difference in terms of the skill level or the fitness level i mean uh, you only you can only imagine that they prepare to their best level right and and uh, they are in their peak of, of fitness and uh, they are also playing really well getting to the last stages of the tournament so uh, what is that gap that still remains uh, so uh, is it just luck of the day or or, or uh, you know is there some sort of lack in the preparation in in, in the whole uh, preparatory routine that indian athletes have um, maybe there's need for some uh, some more experts maybe there is there's need for you know one particular type of coaching so so uh, do you feel uh, such a need uh, that exists or do you feel like uh, you know uh, whatever facilities we have they are enough and and it's all down to the athlete and and you know their luck on the day oh i think those were a lot of questions <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, so so let's break it down yeah yeah so i think uh, in the in the starting uh, what uh, what what did you ask in the starting i completely so, uh, lost you yeah yeah so uh, you know uh, pv sindhu is uh, like one of our world class athletes but like what is stopping uh, you know uh, people like her uh, yeah. going out and getting the gold medals yeah so i think uh, the question which you asked initially was like what is the 
difference between the top athletes at the highest mm-hmm. level like it's very minuscule as you can say yeah. like one mm-hmm. losing in the semi finals one getting a medal and one not getting it's obviously like i think the mm-hmm. major difference it's all it's all mental in the end for sure i feel because it's the olympics everyone is preparing their government is you know supporting them a lot they have individual coaches individual physios uh psychiatrist everything is there everything is quite individual when you're when you're representing your country in the olympics i think mm-hmm. uh, from the point of uh, providing facilities by the government everything is quite up to the mark i think mm-hmm. uh, in the end it's it's just that uh, i don't know it's just the x factor which Uh, which the which the other person has and you don't have it's just the it, it's just the day it's it's very minuscule i can't even say it. it's also there when we play nationals so like top 10 indian ranking badminton players even the even the guy who's ranked 8 or 9 can win the tournament but there's but there is a difference between a state level and a national level player but there's not so much difference when when you're comparing the top 20 world level players even the player who is ranked 15 can win the tournament so i think it's more uh, on that day given that day given that uh, environment given what you're feeling mentally on that day how you're feeling i think yeah but obviously like players who are ranked 1 2 3 and there a lot of tournaments just the experience just the, just the sheer amount of experience that is more but other than that i don't think there is such thing ki the other ranked 10 cannot beat rank 1 it's nothing like that you you see with chirag shetty and satvik i think they were ranked 9 and then in the first match they beat world number 3 so ranking yes it's it's just you know it's just ranking it's i don't think it to be like a big thing or it's just it's just mental at the highest level for sure right uh, see so uh, while we are discussing about this mental level uh, there has also been talks of uh, introducing psychologists in indian sports team so do you hmm. think that uh, it is high time that uh, a psychologist uh, per se uh, a specialist uh, in uh, this uh, psychologist field is needed for the indian team because uh, we have seen contingents uh, from other nations bringing uh, psychologists along with their uh, teams so do you think that psychologists uh, can uh, help prepare better or Uh, bring a new uh, mental level to the game because uh, ultimately uh, now since you uh, we are discussing about the rankings they don't make much difference because uh, it's ultimately maybe uh, they are equally experienced they are equally talented but uh, somewhere it's the uh, mental preparation or the luck of the day that hinders or you know uh, uh, someone uh, comes above the other so do you think that uh, uh, a, a psychologist a special psychologist needs to be uh, introduced in uh, team specifically in india where Uh, mental health or mental you know level of preparation regarding sports is not that much uh, you know highlighted uh to answer that question yes for sure we need it uh, it's high time we need it but i think it it is also very individual like you know how some people are very desi and you know and then they are like we don't need psychologist and we are just okay hum to paad denge jaake aur ye aur wo and they are really brave and they they don't think twice before saying something and that's the same mindset they have when they are throwing the javelin say like someone like neeraj chopra you've seen his interviews and how desi he is so i'm sure yes he might he that the psychologist might help him to show a direction which he didn't know in term to switch on and off through sports like you know when you're just done with your session so forget about the session forget about you are a sports person just come to your other side of the life so maybe this a psychologist can show you a good insight to how you can lead that life but what happens is with sports person they're so uh, you know inculcated and so always in this sports wala zone that they think a lot they stress a lot ki oh i need to improve this i need to improve that so i think the psycho
yeah so uh looks like sorob is lagging a bit right yeah there is some internet issue all right all right yeah so let's just uh, give it a minute and uh, let's uh, look at uh, like the uh, comments that are coming in here so uh, there, there is uh, the badminton diary which is saying that there are many deserving players in our country from small villages and districts you know so uh, they're also deserving but they don't get any uh, mentorships or any uh, sponsorships right so yeah uh, that is exactly uh, one of the issues hey hi sort of yeah i think it got thoda lag disconnected yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh no, no issues so yeah let's actually um, move on uh, from that issue and uh, next i wanted to come to the uh, desi element that you were talking about so uh, i i want to to talk about haryana sports uh, in in general with you so uh, sure. we are seeing time and again that haryana has produced you know world class athletes uh, yeah. even uh, you know uh, going back to the days when india used to win golds in hockey or you know if it is uh, saina nehwal or indian uh haryana wrestlers have been doing really well uh, both at the olympic stage and the world uh, you know world championship stage uh, haryana boxers have also been doing well so uh, I, i mean uh, since you are an athlete who also uh, you know hails from haryana so uh, what do you think is is there uh, something special about uh, that place or or it's just that uh, there are uh, you know many academies there there have been previous examples of sports person coming out from there so people you know have somebody to look up to so uh, what exactly is it about haryana that uh, that makes it so special and you know uh, why is it not happening with other states in india oh yeah so i think a uh, fun fact uh, i also hail from sonipat and this time i think uh, there were four people who got medals in the olympics two from hockey and bajrang punia in wrestling and i think neeraj chopra is from jhajjar so not quite so they are also yeah yeah so i think four people like literally bahut aas paas se hain and it feels mm-hmm. like you know hailing <laughs> from the same place and then it just feels so good uh yeah. coming to your question i think uh, i hardly see any such big infrastructure and so many big facilities and academies in haryana yeah and i think it's just the sheer amount of hard work the desi people put in it's just it's just that they are so hard working in any sports like be it badminton be it technical be it physical be it whatever sport they're just very hard working we are like the chinese like so hard working when compared to the south indians or the eastern side or the west side i think haryana has to be given the tag of the most hard working people in the country and i've seen that because i have interacted with a lot of sports people even from mm-hmm. the other sports and in in terms of facilities and academies i think uh, i think haryana not last but it would i would not rate haryana as you know in terms of facilities as as a state will, which will, which will even come in top 10 of india uh, top 5 right So, right. so, so you're saying it's not so much the facilities; it's really the athletes who who put in just, their heart and soul into. It's just the athlete. It's it's the desi vibe that they have. You know, he paar denge wo wala. Not card denge. So I think it's, ha. So it's just that. Right. That's yeah. their yeah. X factor. Uh huh. Talking okay. talking about uh, Haryana, you know, there is this conditioning that that begins from the very early stage because it's an agricultural state. That that is. Uh, it's an one thing you know where hard work is not neglected so that that is definitely you you have to put in that thing uh, you know apart from this uh, th- there is this one peculiar trend that is observed specifically in haryana and also in other states now they are uh, you know uh, copying but once the athletes uh, they score at the international level they are rewarded uh, you know uh, for the uh, they are rewarded handsomely you know they get lots of Uh, money and amount, but that thing, uh, and you have mentioned that infrastructure thing is still missing in state like Haryana. When we compare this infrastructure facilities, you know there are world class facilities uh, in in uh, specific regions. You know, Hyderabad has uh, beautiful facilities, Delhi has, but uh, there is no particular state, uh, particular uh, I would say city in Haryana which we can say that you know it is uh, fully advanced 
for development of this particular sport uh, regarding that so where do you think uh, are we lacking when it comes to infrastructure facilities in a, in, in the state of haryana because uh, uh, i think so neeraj chopra uh, himself would have got around uh, something somewhere between 12 to 20 crores uh, officially uh, let's not talk about advertise so what do you think is stopping government from uh, you know preparing such world class facilities when this state is producing so much uh, good athletes yeah so uh, i i'll talk about sonipat and i'll talk about badminton because i know uh, i have a very clear picture of uh, what the government is doing over there so there there is no like a proper government uh, badminton setup in in uh, sonipat there is there is there was just a there was just one court one cemented court and there were like 50 to 80 people we were all playing together but now all these ex athletes have opened up their private academies and uh, yeah there are a lot of academies like i think 6 to 7 in sonipat but then it's again it's all private and when ba- badminton is booming so much in in the country and we hardly we don't have like a proper set, setup in sonipat there is one in panchkula which is uh, which is decent but other than that i don't i don't i can't think of any stadium which is of of a of a good level in haryana i can't think of a badminton stadium that i have been and i have been like oh this is nice i'm i'm talking about government setups private yes there are uh, one or two here and there uh, the good ones but yeah the government is not doing for sure, uh, the government is not doing so much in terms of badminton and this is the scenario from last 10 15 years and uh, i remember when i was small uh, in the district tournament the dc used to come and they were like sir please approve a badminton stadium for us wooden courts or this and that and i've not seen that deal coming through and it's been like 10 years and i i train in hyderabad now and because i had to shift to hyderabad because there were lack of facilities the main reason and yeah government has to be blamed for blamed for it for sure i i don't know what happens in the sporting scenario there is a sai center in uh, sonipat the main regional center but there is no badminton in that it's just all physical sports it's just boxing wrestling and athletics and all that but no technical no 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 mm-hmm. lawn tennis no badminton I, i not even table tennis no racket sports yeah so i i think the uh, point that uh, uh, you know uh, panda was trying to make the risk ki agar koi gold medal le aaye for example neera chopra or like uh, other athletes who will medal le gaye uh, to, to them we are rewarding uh, you know crores of rupees but then we are not spending on uh, you know these facilities which can actually produce you know 50 other uh, medal medalist uh, athletes in india so i i think that, that is where uh, that is what happens when you mix you know politics with sports and everyone wants to be photographed with the winner everyone wants to you know uh, get more headlines for themselves but uh, when it comes to real investment into sports that is where we have been really lacking and uh, you can attest to that very well because uh, you know uh, you have been all around the world uh, playing in badminton facilities and uh, you know some of the countries which get like you know uh, uh, more medals for the uh, number of population that they have for example a uh, country like denmark which does not even have the population of haryana right uh, they they are getting a lot more medals than us because of their uh, you know facilities and uh, they are of already of such world class level and and in whole of haryana you don't find such facilities as you can find in a tier b or tier c danish town so uh, I, i mean uh, that is what is really uh, pulling india back because we have all the talent we have uh, you know people who are willing to work hard but we just don't have the right support for them uh, for them to you know go on and do big things yes it's uh yeah i, I have one go. question uh, mm-hmm. right. i have one question uh, i i personally believe you know you can correct me but i think that uh, racket sports or i would say technical sports that require more of equipments are still lacking somewhat behind in india uh, and the main reason uh, to that is the financial constraints you know uh, I, i have been to uh, stadium in rohtak uh, we have this Uh, Rajiv Gandhi Stadium. Uh, there are facilities for running. There are uh, there are good wrestlers that are being produced here. You know, but uh, again, I hardly see anyone uh, playing hockey uh, 
uh, although we have a world class uh, facility for hockey you know we have proper stadiums and stuff like that 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 have only been recently uh, started uh, two or three years back fully fledged but do you think that uh, it is the financial con- constraint that are stopping uh, the talented player apart from the government support uh, from coming into technical sports that require you know uh, rackets uh, uh, be it table tennis be it lawn tennis or uh, badminton for example uh i think the thing with the government it it will only support like say they build up a very nice center sai center in sonipat but they did not include uh, the racket sports because they thought anyone from north is no one is uh, no one is playing uh, from the north side it's 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 a sport which is based out of hyderabad so they thought why to waste so much money on the infrastructure we can make a nice stadium spend that money on a on a wrestling stadium or say a boxing stadium or whatever so i think it's also that like because india is such a big country and then you have to look into so many regions and this and that so i think the talent is not neglected because say uh, someone uh, like me i can always go to hyderabad and train because there are a lot of good stadiums over here but then i think it should be more uh, it should be like the, if there is a big stadium in sonipat or haryana obviously it'll promote sports and uh, then you never knows badminton might even become famous in north side but there are hardly any stadiums so people are not so influenced into playing badminton they are always you know uh, influenced into going into wrestling or uh, say boxing because those are the stadiums that have that kind of facilities in order to play mm-hmm. at olympics or say commonwealth or asian at the highest level whereas badminton if you if you play you're just wasting your time so no father or no mother would like to uh, send their children whether whether infrastructure is not at par it's just wasting it's just doing khilwad with your life <laughs> so i think Mm, i think the government i don't know because it works okay abhi north se people are performing in say wrestling boxing javelin so they'll only build make stadiums which are relevant to those sports they'll not look into sports as like okay let's let's also make like a proper kho kho ka this thing so that people can play kho kho but they're only looking oh javelin mein medal aaya so we'll make maybe like we'll do something for javelin that's the best they'll do mm-hmm. you know uh, see javelin medal uh, it's it's a type of loop because we are not uh, performing due to lack of facilities more facilities are not being created uh, but but uh, javelin mein jaise gold aaya hai now neeraj has uh, brought gold now they have they have announced uh, ki panchkula mein will set up a center of excellence and uh, stuff like that and but uh, saina nehwal was someone from haryana and uh, she was the uh, female player who was ranked number 1 she had brought medal but i don't think jo us time pe tha 2012 mein the amount of attention that is being given to sports right now uh, i think so it was missing 10 years back and maybe that is why badminton did not uh, you know proliferate so much uh, in uh, into the state so do you agree with this that uh, sports as a culture has grown tremendously uh, in this last uh, decade you know not specifically badminton but i would say all sports for sure for sure it has grown a lot Uh, i think i think the credits to all the leagues that are happening say boxing league hockey league table tennis league badminton league cricket league so i think a league is a good way to promote so whatever is on the tv people are thinking oh nice because it's being advertised it's being advertised more because uh, other than olympics or other than commonwealth games i think other than just olympics i have not seen people glued to the tv it was just the leagues or the olympics that's it so aisi leagues zyada hongi or like people are more like you have to advertise your sports person more on the tv only then they'll be like oh okay we have to watch this like how they do with you know movie promotions and oh uh-huh. trailer is coming out this is coming out so we also need to do that uh, with the sports persons of india and also with sports like more advertisement on the roads okay this guy has done this this maybe there should be like a two three pages ka sports ka 
page it i think it's only one now one or two i think in times of india it's two but maybe there's there's like a proper uh, <clears throat> a separate newspaper which is just specific to sports yeah so i think like how you have for bollywood ht city uh, or whatever uh, so maybe something like that so it's more like how much ever you promote um, sports is going to get more famous that way Definitely. yeah and and also there are like uh, these some online uh, publications also which are you know specially focused on sports so we need uh, you know more of that because traditional media you know it is very big they don't really like to change much but this new style of media uh, I, i think they can do a great job in focusing on such areas which need focus and i think another uh, great point which you made was uh, about the sports leagues and and how they are helping so you know uh, exposure and you know access to uh, advertising that, that is one thing which brings in the money uh, which you know makes the whole thing go round so that is great and also what it provides is like this institutional framework to a large number of athletes so earlier there used to be just commonwealth games and olympic games so only you know x number of athletes could get that attention but now that you have leagues 10x the number of athletes are getting access to coaching getting access to facilities they are playing regularly and uh, they are getting feedback uh, to improve so that is why i think leagues are a great way to boost sports in a country and and we see that right i, I mean us uh, has all these leagues uh, for for different sports that are really well developed and it shows in the medal count They, they they get you know uh, uh 50 times the medals that india get so uh, i mean uh, it, it the difference clearly shows when you train larger number of people to do well uh, a lot more of them uh, you know end up getting medals so uh, yeah but next actually i i wanted to move on to uh, the future so we have talked about how uh, badminton has developed through the past but uh, you know uh, right now uh, we have got uh, medals in three consecutive olympics so now i wanted to you know sort of look ahead uh, to the next four or five years because uh, you are training with all these athletes you are one of them and and we are hoping that uh, you know uh, we can see you on the screen uh, at at yes. some big tournament pretty soon uh, but uh, i will, uh, hopefully uh, and uh, can you give us an inside view of like who are the up and comers who are like the 16 or 17 year old players Who, who you think can you know make it big on the biggest stage? Uh, is is there somebody who stands out? Uh, I think um, in men doubles, Chirag and Satvik still have a very good chance to play the Olympics, mm-hmm. win a medal at the Olympics, not just play, win a medal. Because uh, Chirag is what twenty three, twenty four. Satvik is twenty years old, so they have a bright future ahead for sure. Uh, okay. Other than that, everyone is equal, I guess. Just uh, just Satvik and Chirag are standing. apart from everyone right now um in the men singles there's uh, lakshya sen he's uh, i think 19 or 20 so i think he has a good chance uh mm-hmm. other than that i think these two men doubles ka pair and the men singles pairs these are the only i would say stand apart right now and then i can hope mm-hmm. they they win a medal in the olympics apart from them everyone is you know there everyone is there uh, physically in terms of training and yeah it, it's just yeah. mental who who plays good at that day but i think for mm-hmm. sure the picture looks good for 2024 and 28 olympics because uh, the badminton association of india is also talking about you know they're talking about oh, we are looking uh, for players who can perform well in 2024 and 28 and we are selecting them for the camps so mm-hmm. that's that's a good thing that you're looking so much forward and then selecting players according to that so looks good pehle uh, i had not heard uh, the federation talking so much aage ka ki oh we are looking for players who are performing to who will who will be medal prospects or olympic prospects for 2024 we are looking into that so i think that's that's really good just that yeah. says a lot ki you know the government is in it in for the mm-hmm. future pro- prospect and that's what will make it worth earlier it was just like okay who is there okay he is going for this tournament they were not looking so much aage ka is what i'm trying to say mm-hmm. basically so yeah, that's good yeah, yeah. Uh, i i have a uh, question might not sound very appropriate but you know uh, just just out of curiosity is there a, a range of uh, that we say the peak age uh, range when the performance you know uh, boosts to maximum and after that it naturally 
starts declining owing to the physical uh, injuries you know uh, but but uh, i'm just talking about a, a player because you, you have been a player you would have had your shares of injuries and uh, bad days so uh, is, is there a time when we can you know when we see that uh, this is the peak age of a player uh, where his performance will peak uh, maximum this is the time that you know he'll boom so uh, what what is it uh, in badminton and how are injuries you know how do they shorten the career and uh, you know all the all those things uh i think again it's very i think to give an average age it would be 24 to 27 28 is the peak because you also learn a lot in terms of experience by playing tournaments because you enter the senior category when you're 19 and 20 and it takes almost 2 3 years to play at that international level so i think 24 to 27 28 and then you're just playing continuously for 3 4 years at that international level so you gain that experience and that should be the time where you at where you are at your peak so i think 24 to 28 i would say but again it's injuries i can't really say because uh, i i read the autobiography not aut i read the biography of uh, pulela gopichan and uh, he had several knee injuries he had i think four knee injuries and then he came back strong and he won the 2001 uh, all england badminton championship so i think it's very uh, individual how you come back from the uh, injury yes a person mm-hmm. can give up he he would say ki oh uh, i'm injured i'm fucked so let's let's not play again but someone like pulele gopichand has proved it again and again he was again he was injured four times like knee surgery four times and then i think it just says a lot it's it's very individual yeah definitely exactly and that question is actually important for us because you know uh, pv sindhu is 26 already and by next olympics she is going to be 29 so so do you think she is still a medal hope or, or it's uh, a little bit too late for her uh i think if she puts in the same intensity because uh, i i used to see her closely uh mm-hmm. i think if she puts in the same intensity as how it was before these olympics for sure i think she has a good chance uh, in the next olympics for sure because you know, she's, a, she's a she's a go getter okay mm-hmm. talking about this atmosphere in academy you know uh, you have mentioned that you used to closely watch uh, pv sindhu and other players so what is the atmosphere in the training academy in uh, hyderabad and Uh, how are seniors you know how are they looked upon by the uh, youngsters and how do they help uh, youngsters in in that way? is there a very formal or very you know cordial relation between them or is it uh, you know very friendly relation where you can budge into rooms and you can just ask ki uh, you know i'm not able to break uh, out of this point or i'm stuck at this i'm not able to improve so uh, what is it like what is the atmosphere in the training academy it's the same as uh, as As, as like a as like an engineer ka hostel something like that for sure we do we do have a full gala time saturday is, is fun time and this and that we do a lot of bakchodi and if you want to uh, hear that it's 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 very friendly it's it's too much friendly i, I say i think uh, it's 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 just a boys hostel man like what do you expect just because we are playing sports does not mean we are always focused and this and that yes when we are on court there is a proper environment and pro- coaches looking after us and this and that but after we are done we are done with our physios and stretching and massage and everything is done after that we are just normal human beings doing time pass and you know planning oh kahan jana hai khane ya or what is happening and this and that and normal if some if someone is going uh, for an advice to a senior it's not very it's very frank it is not very professional they'll be like oh they'll they'll tell you in a very joking manner oh this are kya this that it's it's very fun to be around seniors in hyderabad for sure like it's like my btech uh, college like it's my engineering days that i'm living from last 10 years you guys just <laughs> do it for four i i have done all my life <laughs> yeah I I can imagine uh, there must time. be some fun times there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Mhm. Okay. You know, and one one more interesting question that I have and you know, ye hota hai. This is a trend that is observed 
I I don't know how about sports, but I I I don't think very much in sports. But again, uh, your views are necessary. That is there a trend of regionalism in sports? Kiar Haryana ka hai, and you know they'll gang up and uh, stuff like that. You know, jo movies and uh, wo uh, you would have seen few of those. So is there this uh, regionalism in sports, or uh, is it that you know it's just up to a level, or is it not there at all? uh i would say it still ex- it unfortunately it still exists in haryana and maybe to still some extent in north but i have not seen that in south but unfortunately it still exists in haryana because i've seen you know people asking me question and then oh you play badminton and this and that and eventually they'll become they'll ask me kya jaat hai ki kya hai ya kiska hai so i think i'm like how is this even relevant like if i'm a jat or a brahmin or a jain or a baniya or this and that and i've also heard overheard conversation saying are baniya kahan sports khelte tum kahan aage isme and this and that so it still exists in haryana only in haryana i've seen this um south side i don't know not so much because there's like a lot of diversity in uh, players we have north ka players south players east west everything so no one is you know differentiating on the basis of what you are and no one hardly asks but in 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 haryana they do that's that's the sad part i think which needs to improve yeah right someone is coming <laughs> this is an malik is also jat <laughs> <laughs> so i've also heard ki pv sindhu some interview in haryana or somewhere pv sindhu is also related to haryana somewhere they always try to connect dots and you know ye bhi north se hi hai matlab sports wala koi nikla hai wo north se hi hai haryana se hi hai matlab yes for sure haryana are haryana ne produce kiye hain sports wale but it's it's just sad i think uh, this needs to improve in haryana Sure. definitely you know there there is also this trend in haryana uh, now both of you might be familiar ki uh, if if you are from particular village so say sort of you are from sonipat uh, that is a place so if you are from sonipat and for example if professor vyas he is from sonipat so uh, no matter how far you are you are brothers Th- that that is that is for you that that is a trend that is you know that is in error hota ka error hota ka bhai Uh, you know that that but, but you know taking it to extreme levels that is something that is still harming you know that traditional roots when they bring in caste they burden the caste system uh, with sports i think so that is something uh, that is definitely hampering and especially in a state like haryana uh, it is not able to make progress uh, okay. uh, yeah. yeah yeah please no i was saying i have heard a lot of instances like jat or brahmin and this and that like i've overheard so many conversation and in my mind i'm like what is wrong with these people like come on and and uh, to be honest all these jats uh, they they don't want other caste to come up in sports yeah yeah maybe <laughs> this is a yeah. fact this is a fact there is there is this culture uh, you know because it is believed or i would say it is uh, a belief that is made that you know uh, jats are considered a better sports person for example for example no and that's what i'm saying uh, for yeah. example you know it was uh, traditionally believed and, and that is what i'm trying to say that upsc candidate so uh, it is believed ki are yaar upsc to wo bihar jharkhand side ke log karenge you know that is a mental belief a barrier that that uh, people yeah, have stereotype is there you need to into mind and that is the mental and the saddest part about haryana you know not again bitching about haryana but what i feel is that it takes time to change uh, the traditional mentality because our roots are very much deep rooted into our tradition this is a good thing but at times it is also a bad thing you know that desi bana somewhere uh, it, it harms when they clinch to that things that is what i personally feel it's it's good it's only good with the mindset that these people have i'm a big fan of their mindset they're like paad denge they're like paad denge so that that is the only thing kar lenge yaar tension kya leni that that is one thing coming to jat hai to paad denge brahmin hai to nahi paad payega so this is that that is not good and i i think this is a problem that exists everywhere in india because you know caste is so deep into all of our lives that if you go to play sports you will find caste if you go 
for your exams or upsc you will find it there also if you find go somewhere else it will be there again so it's just something but, that we you know need to coexist with yeah but i've i've uh, i've lived almost 10 years in south in hyderabad i've i've mm. not seen so much i've not seen i've right. hardly seen very i think i've not seen i would say yeah I, i think I, I, urban I, I, areas actually do a little bit better uh, in, in at, at least in india so even yeah uh, because uh, even i was there in bangalore and now in delhi in the urban areas i don't notice it so much but as soon as you know i i go into uh, tier b towns uh, say back to sonipat or you know some uh, village somewhere there it is you know very visible and, and right there uh, almost everywhere so yeah i'm no i'm not talking about tier 1 and tier 2 uh, cities but i'm mm-hmm. just talking about south in general right, right. Like south india i've also i've yeah. also traveled to smaller cities where i've played tournaments and mm-hmm. this and that i've never uh, i've never heard or ne- i've never come up with these mm-hmm. things but i hardly come to sonipat and then whenever i'm there i can always hear this conversation <laughs> yeah yeah you know definitely someone will some medal in olympics and if he belongs to uh, haryana you'll definitely know the caste by yourself you don't have to even search for it are jaad ka news channels to aayega hi news channels itself will be all around right you know uh, uh, badminton is a very technical game and uh, there are discussions about uh, playing with this feather shuttle or the plastic shuttle and things so uh, uh, just just a fun question so if you were given the option or opportunity to change one rule in badminton what would it be you know drop it out or change it or modify it what what do you think Uh, what do you do I and have, you cannot say that it's perfect in its form you, no, you just have to I, i have a uh, i have a answer for that for sure and i would love to change okay. like how in swimming there are uh, seven eight events like michael phelps winning eight eight gold medal so in yeah. badminton i would uh, um, you know increase the events just in men singles so i would increase like i would introduce different box games or different styles of this thing like 11 points ka is there is a different match mm-hmm. then you have to play uh, side i would make different rules side in side out oh. yeah 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 so i would make different rules so that you know we are also somewhere like oh i won three medals <laughs> it's because right now it's very hard to just qualify in your event and just to get one medal it's really hard but same uh, swimming yeah. you just have to know the basic swimming then you are also introduced backstroke and 50 meters 100 meters this that so i would introduce that into badminton and obviously winning more medals getting more advertisements and popularizing the sports will obviously help badminton grow at the highest level so i think i would mm-hmm. love to do that so that i can you know i i know someone who has won like 10 medals in badminton yeah so, yeah i yeah. would love to do that yeah because right now you know uh, in in olympics how many like 32 or 64 players only play badminton but if exactly. we let's say have 10 categories right then we have like 300 olympians every year so those exactly. olympians will then spread the sport more and so on yeah, so, yeah. and maybe okay. different people just specializing more in that event so mm-hmm. i think that would be nice basically it'll help yeah. badminton grow and if it's growing exactly. it's good for us definitely exactly You, uh, and uh, now uh, there there are paralympics that are going on uh, so what is it uh, in hyderabad in your training academy is there a uh, separate training center or stuff like that for the paralympians you know uh, because we uh, paralympians basic not only paralympians the people that are specially able uh, form around 15% of our population world population so uh, just a second right so uh, is is there some uh, facility in your training center for the paralympians uh in uh, hyderabad and you know what are the prospects that you see for them uh i think there are uh, few of them training in gopichand academy but not a lot of people but there are few who are who have a medal prospect in the paralympics but they don't i think uh, they are training somewhere in lucknow with uh, a different coach who handles all the para athletes i think his name is gorav parmar so he handles all the para athletes and they have a mm-hmm. different setup i think it's it's in lucknow but i'm really not sure so 
all of them they have uh, all of them have like a national center and all of them train together in lucknow and they have a coach and everything but some of them who are not happy uh, with the training over there then maybe they are approach like big academies in hyderabad mm-hmm. or bangalore and then so these big coaches also help them right uh, you, we have uh, a district magistrate of noida that is why we are even more interested you know he is currently ranked number 2 and uh, he is the dm of there noida is, so there is a i i can't recall his name but he is a he is he is an he is an ias and he is ranked world number 2 in paralympics suhas vail that is what yes. i'm talking about okay he okay, is the Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's a district district of Noida. Oh, but I, I yeah, just yeah. know that he has cleared UPSC. I didn't know that he's posted <laughs> this thing. But I, I knew he. Yeah. Yeah. He he plays badminton uh, as a hobby. You know, he's professionally much. He's into his duty, and even now he has just taken uh, those days off when he's going uh, for his event, and then he will be flying back. Okay, you know, uh, one more important uh, aspect it is uh, that that I have. So it is uh, again personal belief and popular belief too. It is believed that यार जो खेलते हैं उनके लिए जिंदगी आसान है उनको सारा दिन पढ़ना तो पड़ता नहीं है. That is the trend that goes on ना कि life for them in a way is easy. Uh, so what do you think and uh, how are your tra- training regimes? You know how much is the effort that you put that our audience actually. Know? Knows that you know what actually goes on into making a, a, a world-class badminton player. Okay, so I'll tell you about my most rigorous phase in my life. That was from like twelve to eighteen, nineteen years old. The whole phase, uh, we used to get up as early as four thirty in the morning. Then we had a session till six thirty. Then we used to come back and sleep for maybe an hour or so. And then eight thirty, we used to help our seniors till ten o'clock. and then again we used to do our breakfast before that or after that thoda pehle thoda baad mein so that we are not too full and then 11 o'clock we had our own session which uh, went all went on till um, uh, 12:30 then we used to have lunch we were very tired and then we we just you know we are dead <laughs> lying on the bed and we are dead and then we used to get up at 4 4:30 and then we have physical training in the evening uh, which would uh, last around till 6 6:30 and then we would have snacks and then um, shower and this and then and then we'll come to the mess again have our dinner and then for people like me who also ha- who also have to study and then i would maybe you know open my books and then half of the time i would just sleep opening my books or uh, if the exams are near i would you know miss some sessions here and there but my coach will, if my coach is too strict he won't let me he'll like no no you have to manage maybe i'll have private uh, tuitions in between i'll find saturday sundays and this and that and then mm-hmm. raat ko again self study here and there if i have exams then i'll be like sleeping around 1 or 2 and then getting up again sometimes i would miss my session saying 4:30 oh sir i had an exam and this and that but most of the time i was attending the session it was quite hectic when i was like the whole this 12 to 18 years wala phase it was very intense it was very professional the highest level of training and yeah looking back now i i i'm glad i did it and uh, in that phase i don't know i, I was not cribbing so much ki i'm doing this i'm doing that also i'm studying also but i was enjoying because i was so occupied with all the, all these things and i also wanted to study like i was really interested whereas the other athletes they were like are tu kaise pad leta hai are tu kaise kar leta hai ya ye wo but it, it was it was just my interest that i wanted to do it i was very curious ki ye kaise hota hai ye kaise hota so i wanted to know but most of the athletes they are very tired and it's very hard to you know make time uh, for you, for someone to make separate time to study mm-hmm. it's, it's very hard if you're playing at the highest level obviously if you are you know doing just one session uh, in the morning and one hour in the morning one hour in the evening then going to your regular school in the afternoon then obviously there's going to be like a big gap between both of them so you yeah. need to make certain sacrifices if you want to play at the highest level but uh, with studies i i feel that no one should give up on studies they should you know always make time because i i think till 10th it's it's not that tough 
you just need to pass you don't have to top right till 10th it's mm-hmm. quite manageable other than maths i guess i i did not have so much trouble but my personal opinion sabka alag alag hai but most of my friends were always bitching about you know these days they are not failing anyway so so <laughs> i mean <laughs> these days it doesn't matter so yeah i i mean it's it's crazy you you're talking about 16 hour days from 4:30 in the morning to 8:30 in the night for a 12 year old i i cannot yeah. even imagine like what i was doing as a 12 year old and, uh, putting in 16 hour days and uh, so we had this incident our phones were taking because uh, a certain person was caught with porn in his phone say so, like inke phone le lo and then humko phone bhi nahi milte the and we literally had nothing to do in our breaks so all we did was you know eat train eat train sleep repeat that's it right और बच्चों को बुक्स वुक्स पढ़ने का तो शौक होता नहीं है ज्यादा तो बच्चे ठके हुए हैं सो जाओ ट्रेनिंग कर लो खा लो बस पूरा दिन ऐसे ही दिया दिस गोज ऑन फॉर लाइक कंटिन्यूसली Yeah, so but, yeah th- this is what you told uh, sorry just uh, to clarify i am not doing the same schedule anymore i am i'm a little at yeah, peace that was my next question actually so so uh, this is like something <laughs> okay. which you did in uh, when during your most rigorous phase but if you can give us an idea like uh, before a tournament right uh, so for example uh, there is a tournament which is coming up right so how long before do you start training and then uh, does it ramp up or or, or uh, you know as the tournament is approaching do you you know slow down so that you save energy for the tournament what is the approach like uh so normally we we already know uh, the tournaments we are playing ahead of like we know ki hum log we are going to play these tournaments next month so we have uh, two weeks of high intensity then one week is maintaining and one week is again like just sticking to basics or doing uh fast work but not so much quantity less quant- less quantity but something like that we have proper predefined uh, schedules that our coach mm-hmm. is going to decide for us uh, but yeah like uh, tomorrow I, i right now i have these trials going on for thomas and uber cup selections uh, tomorrow is my match so last 3 days i've been doing high intensity for sure but the quantity has been decreased a lot it has come down a lot like i'm doing half but i'm doing it with the same intensity but whereas in my normal uh, off season or say the tournament is uh, after one month or there are three four weeks we are doing the same amount of quantity like the quantity is 100% and the intensity is also 100% but say a week before uh, the tournament the quantity is 50 but the intensity is again 100 so it's just that it's just as simple as that acha i have a question so are you assigned a partner or do you choose your own partner uh it's it's both the ways it's both the ways like if coaches can also decide your partner and then you can also let your coach know ki oh i'm comfortable with him i and i'm not comfortable with him so it's very mutual it's it's not that the coach is going to force you because doubles is you know the camaraderie should be there it's not that ki just because you both are good players does not mean you're going to excel so it's very mutual it's both the coach and you who decides it definitely also uh, also you know a very popular question also from our audience and uh, this has been taking around especially after the bollywood incidents so are there instances of nepotism in sports where you you, you yourself would have felt that you know uh, if had i had better connections or something like that you know i would have been in a better or favorable position uh when it comes to sports uh n- not exactly nepotism nepotism is basically uh, uh, yeah connection sort of thing yeah not so direct basic, yeah uh, nepotism no but i think obviously if you have a mla ka number saved in your phone and you are with direct one call away with him you have better chances than someone who has no idea what's going on with the selection trials so obviously mm-hmm. that helps that helps uh but this helps at you know this this would only be there at say when you are ranked 
four, five, six, seven, eight. He can't really do it when you are rank one or two. This will this will only happen when you are at a little lower level. Say B team, they can only hamper the B team. They can't hamper Virat Kohli. They can only hamper someone who's who's new in the team. They can that he can he can have a beginner's luck if he has that MLA's or MP's number in his phone. He can has that beginner's luck, but it's up to him how he performs over there and say it's just that. But for sure, these things help. Yeah. Your father is at a good position. Uh, your uh, you have good contacts with the federation and this and that. These things for sure help, but they don't define your career. Definitely, uh, talent yeah. is uh, basically what you're saying that ultimately shines. But yeah, like I've also heard instances, and people also talk. There is a lot of politics and this and that, and I'm like, "Bhai, bhai, itna nahi hai, jitna hype kia hua hai." But it's only like beginner's luck. as how i'm telling yes uh, they can get you to point a but b c d e f g h wo tumhe hi dekhna hai exactly i mean politics is not going to win you a match in the olympics right there it will the skill and, only matters and i think there is hardly uh, there is not so much politics after that point a obviously here and there here and there yes for sure but 1921 i won't call it like a politics Unnis bees ka farak is not politics for me. It's just other things. It's just not your day or whatever. It looks like that. Huh? It's a it's a different thing. But obviously, ऐसा नहीं है कि मतलब तुमने तुम मतलब कुछ भी नहीं थे और तुम्हें ओलंपिक में तुम्हें एंट्री दे दी ऐसा नहीं होगा. Definitely, definitely. वो तो है. यार मेरे जैसे ऑडियंस हैं तो हम तो ऐसे बैड पॉपकॉर्न बैड खा के ऐसे यही बताते रहते हैं. नहीं पॉलिटिक्स में All right, think, all right, all right, all right. You know, so, and uh, you you have a uh, trial tomorrow. Uh, uh, aren't you getting late for that? Um, I, I, I no, hope we are not. <laughs> it's actually a good. It's actually this life is a good uh, stress buster. I'm not thinking too much about it, and I'm talking to you yeah. guys. So it's good, and it's. I, I was just watching matches and this and that, prepping for this um, Insta live. So it's a good. <clears throat> it's a good thing, not to think so much exactly. about the match tomorrow. Yeah, man. Uh, to release the stress is also important. If you keep like uh, you know piling on the stress, then the performance is yeah, not good. Yeah, I I think it's very important to have this on and off button when you're on mm-hmm. and off the court. You should, I think, yeah. to all the sportsmen, I think this is very important. But what happens is, मतलब sports के बाहर also you have a life. It's not right. just this. So I think when you are on the court, yes, the button is on. But when once you are off the court, it's your yes. You can think. You can just talk to your coach for five ten minutes. Okay, I was doing this wrong, this right. But the whole day you can't stress about it. Oh, I'm doing this wrong. I'm doing that wrong. That will only hamper. That you'll not improve so much on that. Yeah, yeah. That's how you get burnt out. You know. Yeah. Like that, exactly. That's how you when you stop. Mental burn, I think so, is much yeah. more dangerous than. The and, and a lot of people are doing this, and I think initially even I used to do it because I did not know this on and off button exist. And uh, <laughs> this uh, this is what a psychologist told me, and that is how they've helped me. In they've not helped exactly in terms of uh, badminton, say do this, do that, but this off life wala thing. They what they've told me is really powerful. So I think right, uh, nice. you know uh, i have one last question uh, from my side and it will be that you know if any young badminton players a uh, very young age or someone who is watching this and you know who is aspiring to become a badminton player so what advice would you give i would say to uh, a younger uh, saurav uh, while you know you, you have prepared for uh, 17 years and 12 years are you know rigorous training from to 2009 and uh, till the so what advice would you give to uh, saurav of i would say two particular ages so uh, i would say that uh, when saurav was 6 year old and when he was 16 year old so what would your advices be and uh, you know compare to what you know that what future uh, has for you so what what would it be uh 6 years old i won't give so much advice i would just be like go play in the park or something or you know do whatever the fuck you want as <laughs> uh, coming to 12 to 18 i would i'm i'm pretty happy that uh, all the training that i what i did 
I'm I'm really fortunate that I got to uh, train at such a professional academy, and this was the rigorous training we had, and this and that. But I would uh, say maybe give more time to even studies, not neglect studies. Though I'm I did it, but I would say I'm saying it to all the others who have neglected it. because you know it's it's not ki everyone is going to play the olympics and win medals in the olympics but uh, studies are the fundamental parts of your life so i think you should never neglect it but you find those times like how i did raat ko ya this missing sessions here and there so i think that's much more important i would say uh, to someone uh, watching and aspiring to be a badminton player yes do the rigorous training but don't leave your education it's it's much more important i would i would say all right so yeah on on that note uh, remember kids don't forget your education if you you know uh, one excel at sports uh, education is also important and yeah, uh, yeah uh, i mean uh, it it has been uh, quite a long discussion and we have discussed uh, so many different things so uh, i just wanted to uh, take this moment to uh, thank you sort of for uh, you know taking out the time for us and uh, yes. uh, helping us understand what goes through you know a sports person's yeah. life and yeah. also helping our audience so yeah i'm glad thank you so much thank you saurav yaar aise yes. main to ye bolunga bhai haryana ka hai bhai apna you know that <laughs> goes on guard thing so that is uh, my uh, as a, a good luck for you for tomorrow ki are let guard dio shuttle part dio whatever that <laughs> net part dio so that that is डिस्कशन अगेन Yes, for sure. Yeah, and 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 his peak years are still in the future, you know. Uh, like he said himself, between twenty four and twenty nine. So we can still hope for. That is what I'm looking know. forward to, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank so, you. All the Thank best, man. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yes. Take care. Yeah. Yes. For sure. Yeah. Thanks, okay. Yeah. Take care, guys. Bye bye. Yes. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye.